Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm afraid to inform you have been institutionalized. Hosted by Tyler Mize, Curtis Langston, Zoe Boyette, Dominique Beatty. For all intents and purposes, these are based off of real narratives and stories. Picture this for instance. You are instantly put in prison. You are forced into a generic number, Prisoner 0001. But in reality, you had just been awakened into a world of nothing but violence, crude, unusual punishment, and everything else in between. As your life is flipped upside down and your whole world is flipped to another different realm that you never would have thought. Your life is always at a moment nobody's going to be taken or you may have to take it away from somebody in order to be killed or to be killed. This is the society you are living in as you step into prison and maybe you walk out as a different person, most likely a worse individual than you came in to begin with. Now, before I start, I must go ahead and preface this, that this is a narrative point of view, and this is not made by actual persons, but it does speak into the important matter at hand. Dear Mom and Dad, I want to tell you how I'm doing. I want to tell you I'm doing just fine, and I'm making it. Sadly, I'm not. I feel like I'm breaking each and every day. I can feel myself having these thoughts. Bad ones. We are cheated like shit. I know that this language is not appropriate, but that's how I feel at this moment, and that's just how it is. Just recently, I almost took my life. I just couldn't handle this crap. You see, I was forced against my will and was sexually assaulted. It wasn't even a one-off. It happened twice. Twice when my security and protection wasn't kept. My word wasn't even a matter of the guards. The guards... They didn't give a crap about us. Are we not even human in their eyes? Are we worse than dirt? Their counseling service is pure utter crap. None existing, if I had to be honest. We have many of us, more than 100, I believe, who are mentally ill. You probably would think that their people would take arrows and give us the help we so desperately need. <laughs> well, you would be wrong. For fuck's sake, I'm almost sure that they would, wouldn't care if we were to drop dead. Anyway, I got a testimony coming up. Wish me luck. I'll need it. Sincerely, your beloved son. Violence is damaging not just physically, but also mentally. According to a prisonpolicy.org, a lawyer would receive 30 to 60 letters each week that discuss the harm prisoners experience. These things would include stabbing, witnessing murders or per- having to participate in them, denial of Medicare, and re- rehabilitating for grievances across the board in Florida State prisons. Once again, inmates would feel much safer in their cells rather than public spaces since there was so much violence in those public spaces. Guards were not even safe from the from the violence. Um, according to an article by the Marshall Project, two prisoners for every 250 men is a normal policy. Of course, prisoners took advantage of that and beat 
these two guards very badly. One of them was named Jennifer White, and she recounts in her story that a prisoner smashed her jaw in and his eyes were filled with rage. I'm I'm sorry. I'm here to bring you your commercial. I'm so sorry. I just, I just been into a scuff with somebody. I think I stabbed him and he, he's laying in a pool of his own blood. Anyway, I'm gonna get back to the river mist. <clears throat> Have you, or a loved one, been affected by the violence in prison? Well, call 1-800 for Ben-A to help give prison the Medicare that they need. Oh God, I can, I can hear them screaming in my head over and over. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> um. Okay, um, okay. Anyway, this is a service that can greatly help you. The band-aid can slap all your problems away, and maybe you can slap it across that goddamn asshole who took that sneaker bar when he shouldn't have. Okay, sorry. I need to I need to get my story straight. Okay. Anyway, call 1-800-BAND-AID, and we can get the help the prisoner and the Medicare they need. Now, I'm sorry to leave you from this message. I got to kill another person just to save my life. Okay, thank you very much. Goodbye. So, Tyler, how do you think the system could better help inmates regulate their anger instead of committing violent acts against each other and guards? I think that the prison should include more activities for prisoners to release their anger um, because we see that there are only two guards for every 250 prisoners, so it is very hard to regulate these prisoners and to make sure that each one of them are acting accordingly. So what I would suggest is that prisons incorporate more activities such as anger, man- anger management classes where they can learn how to control their anger and how to act in certain situations, um, incorporate counseling where they can have somebody to go talk to if they're feeling overwhelmed or angry um, or even creative outlets such as art. Art can be very therapeutic and they can release any emotions that they are experiencing through art and just creating more activities that aren't leaving them to deal with their own problems all by themselves and giving them those necessary resources to deal with their emotions because since they are in prison they are going through a lot mentally and physically so just having those resources would be overall very beneficial for these prisoners. Relating back to my point of there being only two guards for every 250 inmates, there is an increased need for guard workers in the jails because, like I previously stated, only having two guards for 250 prisoners is very unreasonable to be able to regulate these prisoners. So having um, more guards to work in these prison facilities would allow for a better dis distribution of discipline to these inmates and their anger problems. Dominique, what do you think we could do to decrease the corruption in jails? For one, if we increased our checks and balance system with the amount of guards that we had per uh, prisoner, it would help because that would allow guards to know that they are more protected within themselves and that they wouldn't have to rely on the prisoners in order to stay protected from prison prison on guard violence and with more guards there would be more checks and balances because then let's say we only had 10 guards if we moved up to 50 guards that would be more co-workers to check and balance each other to make sure that everyone is acting accordingly and without 
doing anything that would be against what we expect for them to be treated and for prisoners to be treated. Does anyone else have anything they want to add? Another thing with guards and prisoners, overall, if there was more activities as stated previously, then the guards could essentially experience those things as well due to having to transport those uh, participants in those projects throughout the prison. Overall, increasing the overall experience for guards would increase the overall experience for prisoners, therefore increasing pay, having better benefits, and a better work environment would give more people going into the prison industry as a career and not just something that they decided to do on a whim. Overall, the issue regarding violence is a very present issue that needs to be addressed because these prisoners that are coming into these jails, many of them have committed various different offenses and crimes where they have psychological, physiological, and mental, physical needs that need to be addressed and they feel isolated and left alone to deal with this by themselves, which leads to gangs, increased violence, and issues among inmates that with such a low number of guards, it is near impossible to address these issues. So as we've discussed throughout this episode with these various resources and suggested opportunities for these inmates, this is just but a small stepping stone to create an overall better environment for not only the inmates of this various jails, but the guards as well. It will have to be a group effort, effort to reform these jails and prisons. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Incarcerated, where we discuss the pressing issues of violence and how it affects not only the guard members, but the prisoners of the jails as well. This will be our last and final episode of our podcast. We hope you have found this informative and entertaining, and thank you for tuning in. And lastly, I'm happy to finally inform you that you have been Uninstitutionalized.